Hey, Paramaniacs, get yourself a drink, because it's time for another bonus live edition of Paranormal Almanac, with your host, Kurt Sandvik, and of course, as always, the fan favorite Stitch will be there. So pour yourself a cocktail, call into the show with your paranormal story, UFOs, black-eyed children, Bigfoot, demons, ghosts, poltergeists, you name it. If it's paranormal, I want to hear about it. 818-732-9399. Sit back and enjoy the show. Kurt Sandvik. Hold on, I gotta check the sound because I moved the microphone. I want to make sure that I can be heard and you guys can be heard. There we go. That seems a little bit better. Hey, howdy, hi, and welcome to another live edition of Paranormal Almanac. That's right. Three in one weekend? That's crazy talk. And yet, it's happening. Boy, I do not, I do not like this microphone setup. I did. There we go. The shirt of the day. It's the, the Stitch Flower. Damn it. There we go. Hard to do this backwards. The Stitch Flower shirt. That is a, another Stitch Hawaiian shirt exclusive to me and me alone from uh, YesCustom.com. They make the best. And we have the actual Stitch right here. Hi, pal. Okay, let's see who we got in the, uh, the chat room. We have... Oh, Jeff is here. Awesome. I can finally see a full show. Yes, that's awesome, Jeff. Lauren, hey, howdy, hi, and Josh, and Daniel, and Kelly. Wow, we got a lot of people. I'm loving this. And Susan, and Maria, Rodney, James. Good Lord, Kevin. Freaking love this. Whole lots of people. Well, as I said, the phone lines are open. They're already open. I just turned them on and made sure it was working, and it seems to be. So, if you want to be the first caller on tonight's episode... Oh, Todd's here, too. Awesome. Oh, Sam's here too. I love this. There's a lot of people here. Love the podcast on Spotify. Thank you, Logan. I appreciate that. Uh, Sean Bishop, that is a good question. Sean Bishop said earlier that he's got a, a a new story to tell and got everybody excited. Oh, I lost the number there. AJ's here. Boy, yeah, there's a lot of people here. But yes, Sean Bishop said he was going to call in. And if he doesn't call in, I'm calling him because... I want to hear this new story straight from Sean Bishop's mouse. mouth, not mouse. But, happy Saturday to you all. Hope you guys are having a great Saturday. I'm having a great one. Saw the Puddles concert earlier. Puddles was great. Weird Al was great. Everything's great. So, very excited to do this episode. Maria said that uh, it was really cool that I got to hear myself. Well, Maria, it was a very cool story. You said you got. You, you said you're going to call in. You got to... You're going to have to call in again because you said you had more stories, and I love to hear your stories. But yeah, it is always fun to hear uh, yourself on Spotify. I got to admit, that's actually kind of fun for even me still. 
Oh, thank you, Angel. Yeah, this is the my Bigfoot mug from Amazon. You can get this thing from Amazon. Boy, I'm plugging everything but myself tonight. I plugged Yes Customs and Amazon before the show even got really kicked off here. But cheers indeed, Daniel. Cheers indeed. Okay, I only have one story really to share this tonight's episode. Should have another story set up. I'll get a, I'll get a couple more stories uh, set up so I can have some stuff to tell you guys. But I really wanted to make this one just an all-caller episode. So I really didn't want to get too much stuff set up. I was trying to go for just a uh, just an all-caller episode. Here we go. So I have from listener Veronica. Oh, Veronica. I really like Veronica. She's cool. She said, I just listened to the Glitch in the Matrix slash Mandela Effect episode, and it reminded me of something. When I read that Little Richard died this year, I could have sworn he died like five years ago. My husband shared an article about his death on Facebook, and I commented, I thought he died years ago. But I assumed it was just me because I'm forgetful and can get names confused sometimes. But then my mom commented and said, yeah, this must be an old article because he died in 2015. It turns out lots of people thought he died years ago, but others like my husband hadn't thought that. So that's weird. Thought I'd share. Yeah, you know, the weird thing about like celebrity deaths is that happens to me a lot. Um, I think I mentioned it on a previous episode, but Lance Hendrickson. Veronica, yes. Hey, there she is. I was just talking about you, Veronica. Yep. Um, yeah, it's weird. The, the Little Richard one, I looked into it. And there's a bunch of people that thought that. You are on the air. It's Maria. Hi, Maria. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, thank you. So, before Fantastic you... Fantastic show last night. Oh, thank you. Well, hey, you were part of it. So, you know, thank you for that. Fantastic show to you as well. What did you think when you heard that little Richard had passed away? Did you think that he had passed away before, or...? No, actually, I, th I didn't. I thought he passed away when he did. Okay. Um, just recently. All right. Well, hey, Maria, you said you had something to tell me tonight. I'm very eager to hear what it could okay. be. Um, let's see. Well, I told you I had several different types of things that have happened to me. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I hate uh, antique stores. My husband and my mother-in-law love to go into them and look at things and sure. shop. And I normally don't like shopping normally, but going into antique stores kind of bothered me. Um, I was with my husband and my three kids, and I was looking at this one dress, and it was like the 20s, with the ones they used to dance, swirl around. Sure, sure. And I touched it, and I got the sharpest pain in my chest, and I basically dropped. Oh, wow. And I was like, my husband came over, and the guy that was at the store came over, and I was like, no, no, I'm okay, and I sat down for a little while, and I relaxed. And dumbass me goes back again to look at the dress <laughs> after I felt better. And it happened again. I was like, oh, yeah. So, um, stuff like that. Um, so you think it's, like, residual? I, mean, I got chest pain. Like, I, it hurt. Yeah, like, but I you felt think, like I was having a heart attack. But do you think it's because of, like, who wore it? Or, you know, yes. like, yeah. Yes. Whoever wore it, I felt, had a heart attack in it. Yeah, I could see why you wouldn't like going to antique stores. I was going to say, that's, that's weird, because I love antiques, but... If you're getting the you're getting we, the deaths off anybody yeah. who owned that stuff, I wouldn't want to go to that either. Um, we were at a my husband and I were in Saint Augustine and we went to this museum, and we were walking around really nice, and 
I got to a section that it felt really, really, like, weird. And I was like, okay. So I'm looking around, and all of, and as I turn around, go around, there is a whole wall full of dolls. Um, to me, dolls are a um, host. Yeah, okay. a lot of people they think can. that. Sure. Okay. So um, I knew exactly what doll it was. So I turn around, and I start looking back, and my husband's still looking and thing. And my God, let's go this way. And he looked at me and goes, what's wrong? I said, nothing. He's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, just don't go that way, okay? Of course, my husband being my husband, he is a blocker. Um, thing, I touch him and I calm down tremendously. Mm-hmm. He, walk, he walks up to the glass, looks and goes, it's that doll, right? And points to the exact doll. And I'm like, yeah, oh, can wow. we just go? Yeah. Yeah. And the whole thing was covered with dolls. Really? So he can actually, not only does he block that stuff for you, but he can actually still pinpoint the paranormal one. Okay. I got another one for you, him and me. Um, we sure. lived in a little house in Casabury, Florida. Uh, the area was not so, it's not so good, and there's trailers. So um, the person that was living there before was a drunk and abusive, and we had to deal with him while buying the house. Um to go to find out that while he was still there because he still didn't move out the time we were moving in and we thought it was okay until we realized how bad how obnoxious he was but um he was abusive i uh, found out that his son committed suicide at the at school mm-hmm. the cops with a letter stating to, um i can't live this life uh, another one of his kids um was in a car accident flipped and then his wife the cops come over to talk to me for something i forgot and they were like, oh, yeah, that's where his wife was. And I'm like, oh, thank you. But um, that's where she died. And they thought he killed him, but they, her, but they had no proof. Um, and that went through the whole neighborhood. Okay, so he's gone. Sure. The house has been weird. Now, it's not just the house. It's the area. Um, I do believe that there's two portals open. Um, I don't know exactly where they are, but it feels like a lot of negative energy. Plus, you have to deal with, you know, it's low income. It is a place where there were a lot of drug, unfortunately, we didn't know this. Sure. A lot of drug people. And um, people constantly get, you could hear the guns all the time. Felt like it was in New York again. Um, so me and my husband are walking from the kitchen to our bedroom. And on the left side of the hallway is a closet. And as we're both walking, we both stop as a young man steps out of the closet and just stands there. And at first I thought it was my son, Alex, but he was just not the right height, right, right weight, but not the right height. Okay. And then all of a sudden he disappeared. And I was like, did I just see that? I mean, it was clear, this kid was clear. And I'm like thinking, did I see that? And my husband goes, did you see that? And I'm like, good, I'm not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so this kid was completely solid. What kind of clothes? Yeah, he just stepped out. It looked like he just, it could have been one of Alex's friends, I thought, you know, or Alex and for a just, moment, as he stepped out of the closet. Steps out of the it's closet. closet too. Was, what was he wearing? Do you remember? Um, He was wearing jeans and a uh, striped shirt that went sideways with red and blue and white. Okay. Thin stripes. Now, have you ever seen um the kids that had, you know, died or committed suicide or whatever that lived in that house? I think that was one of, I think that. 
that was one of the boys. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, but did I've you ever... never seen a picture of them. No, no, you no, haven't. I oh, as you say, it would be no. interesting to, to see if you the can... man that owned the place because he was a nightmare. Sure. But we've also had, uh, okay, same house. Um, um, my, my child, uh, Angel must have been about, he's my youngest, he must have been about 13. They're sleeping, Steve, um, Alex and him have the same room. He comes running out, and I'm, he's, I'm like, coughing. I'm like, what's wrong? And he's like, something was choking me in the bedroom. And he's white as a sheet, and he looks scared. I'm like, okay. Now, this is when the guy was still there. And um, I went in, and I'm looking around because, to see what I feel. And I look up, and in the closet they have, he has all the three bodies the, the, in, in ashes. Oh, oh okay. And I'm like, oh, great. So I took those out. Um, the worst thing that happened there, oh, well, there's two bad things. Okay, so, um, same place. I was in my bedroom, and I was watching TV, and Michael and the kids and everybody else was in the living room. And all of a sudden, I smelled this really, like, gross, gross, gross smell, like eggs and sulfur. It was disgusting. Huh. So I went to Michael, and I'm like, hey, Mike, come here. I'm always calling my husband, poor man. <laughs> and, um, he comes in, I'm like, do you smell, I do smell, it kind of faded away. And I'm like, he's like, yeah, I smell that. I'm like, what the hell? He's like, it could have came from outside. Okay. So I go sit back on the bed, and he goes back in the living room playing video games. And um, all of a sudden, in my ear, I hear, I can't curse, can I? No, yeah, you can. Fuck it. Yeah, go for it. Okay. I hear you fucking bitch. You're not going to do anything about it. Keep your mouth shut. Holy crap. And I was like, oh, I, at first I looked at the TV and I'm like, did that come from the TV? And I, I jumped. So I'm like, no, I didn't hear that. What the hell? You know when you don't believe yourself? Yeah, oh, I know exactly, um, yeah. So yeah. I was sitting there kind of leery, and then I heard it again. Um, mind your business. Stay the fuck away from them. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll make sure you, you're, you, don't, you don't get your way. So I... Why out of the bed, into the living room, and I look at my husband, and I'm like, he's like, what, and I start telling everybody, now everybody knows me, and I'm like, this is, like, this is really scary, Michael, I don't know what the hell, I felt like he was attacking me, um, so he's like, sit here, Michael went in the back, walked around, um, came back, I sat there for a little while, and then I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go take a shower, I'm staying out of my room, I'm gonna go into the other side of the house. Um, I was in the shower, and all of a sudden, he did it again. And it felt like literally somebody sweet, um, whispering in my ear. Oh, that's creepy. Like, it was really creepy. So I flew out of the shower. I was so shaken, because I did not feel comfortable with this. Sure. Um, my, Michael, I had the lights on at nighttime, and Michael woke me up in the middle of the night, because he had to go to the restroom, but wanted me to make sure I was up before he um, left. That's how bad I was. Sure. It was really, really, like, and is that the first is that the first time that this thing has interacted with you at the house this guy the guy yes yes okay. i don't know where he came from yeah um same house different situation um i'm a bubble bath person and i have a big tub at both houses here and there and i'm in my tub i have my laptop on the counter watching anime and um all of a sudden I felt like something went slamming through me, um, very cold, very, like, um, intense. Okay. And I kind of jerked up, and I was looking around, and I was like, okay. 
And then I looked down because I was feeling a burn on my left leg. And I had um, uh, four scratches that razor blade looking. Oh, wow. From the end of my thigh all the way up to the upper part. Um, that's when I had enough with the house. Sure. I basically, I had, uh, well, I had blessings. I had a Roman Catholic priest come in. I also did a, uh, had a couple of people come in that uh, with, uh, and, and spiritual to come and bless it. Sure. So yeah. you, did a, you did a full but cleansing of the house. Did the, did the yeah, cleansing work? Plant. Yes. Yes, good. it did. Good, good. I mean, I, I really hit it hard. I mean, I went to a lot of things just to make sure that this, and I was still outside of the gate. There was still stuff going on. Sure. Well, the so, thing with the, the cleansings are... I was actually outside in the back porch looking out, and I saw this guy with a fishing pole walking down the road, and um, that, that was um, that was the kid that, um, that died not too long ago. Oh, wow. So I, you I definitely are seeing the family man. then. The man. It sure. was a man. It was outside the house. That was, way, that was about five years ago, six years ago. So the things with cleansings, yeah. though, in case you don't know, the thing with the cleansing is that it's not a, just a one-and-done kind of thing. That you're going to have to no. kind of do an upkeep on it every couple of years, or you're going to have that influx of energy again. Yeah, once a year. Sure, yeah. I, I mean, it, it, depends on, it depends on how, how hard and how strict it's trying to get, you know, back into the house to affect you. Um, now... The the guy. No, we don't live there anymore. Oh, good. We well, then forget it. I read, it. That, I read that out now. Well, that's somebody else's problem then. Don't even worry about it. And that's a good thing. Oh, well, they know. It's, it's my boys. Oh. My boys still live. Oh, well, then yeah, you still yeah, got to yeah. now. You got to cleanse that. But sure. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. the thing is I, though that if they start having um, action in there again, they start hearing voices or start seeing a guy or start seeing somebody in the house, have them like keep a log of the times when it happened. Okay, I'll because there's a good chance that there's going to be peaks and valleys to the action in your house. So you can kind of start to expect it. Like um, like Sean Burke that, that calls in all the time, and Sean Bishop for that matter, they know like the peaks and valleys when the house is going to quiet down and when it's going to start peaking again. And so you can kind okay. of circumvent that, that peaking again by getting it cleansed right before that, you know, starts to happen again. Because it does seem to be, yeah. there does seem to be a pattern to a lot of that. Yeah, and like I said, that area is a really bad area. I mean, sure. it's, this, it's, it's been that way for, they call it Hell Street. Well, that's the never good. You, you don't want that. You don't want Hell Street. Come on. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah you're I not live kidding. In the country. I live in the country, and I've had two things come happen in this place. Um, one kind of cool, and one scary as crap. Uh, let's hear we it. Want to wait we want, okay. No, yeah, no, okay, go so, for it. Yeah, go for it. You're doing great. Um, I'm outside, um, smoking a cigarette because I don't smoke in the house and which I'm trying to quit. Um, and I'm on the grass. I just finished watering the plants and all of a sudden I saw a woman standing there. Um, actually my mother-in-law saw her before me. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, she mentioned, but, uh, and then I saw the woman, um, about five, four old Native American, white hair, oh. and I don't think she really, it felt like she wasn't looking at me or paying attention to me. Sure. Okay. Um, then I was outside in the same area, and by the, um, what is it called? I can't think of the name. It's part of the yard. Um, it has a hill, and I'm, I'm looking, and this is a scary part. I, this freaked me out, and that's when I had this house blessed. Um, 
it looked like at first dark. It was all shadows, all dark, completely black. And um, then it kind of stood up, and it had more of a man's body. And then it it kind of like loped fast towards me. I I couldn't go fast enough up the ramp, and so screaming Michael's name to get the crap out of me. Sure, sure. Now when this thing and stood up, I, how tall was it? Um. Feet, four feet. Oh, okay. So it's still it was still it was relatively over. smaller. Okay. Yeah, it was launched over. It was longer. You could tell the body structure moved, uh, changed. Sure. And it was coming straight straight at me. Um, I ran up the I oh I couldn't even breathe. I ran up the the ramp and opened the door and screamed Michael, which is my savior, as you can tell. Yeah. Now so. now this thing when you said it was you know shadowy. Um, you couldn't make out any features, any, was it wearing it was clothes? Black, black. It was dark in the shadow. It was black. Yeah, yeah. It was well, like the black, the black was going off of the regular darkness. Yeah, well, that's going to be my next thing is how, how was, you know, when you say it was a shadow, was it darker than dark, like darker than a shadow? Because that's something that it was people... Dark, it was darker than dark and well-defined. Sure. In the body structure as you watched, it, so, as I watched it kind of change. When it was, it was like fully a, standing, I at first. when it was fully standing, it was three to four no, feet tall? it was tall? launched over. It was like using, okay, when it was running at me, it was using its hands to lunge at me. Oh, okay. Like it was running on all fours. It was running on all fours, but okay. But it came up. It would come up and then come down and run on all fours. It was kind of, it was like demon-like it looked like. I sure. took the crap out of me. Oh, yeah, no, you know, I, I, I mean, rightfully so, yeah. So, I mean, these are the things I see. And then, you remember I, t I wrote to you about, you know, people don't, people look at you uh, or uh, 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 like you're crazy? Yep, yep. Yeah. Well, see, that's the good thing about this show, though. I don't think yeah. you're crazy. I like the show. No one here thinks you're I crazy. Like we want to find out. We want to help you out the best we can. And this is why I love hearing, I mean, especially from you, you have a, you have such a variety of things at, at multiple locations. I'm, I'm going to leave some of it. <laughs> I've grown up with this all my life. Sure. Well, uh, um, I saw that uh, you know that uh, Sharon was, or Susan, sorry, that Susan was saying that it, it's that, that that blocker thing kind of is passed down from the family. Uh, that she said that you know you know she had it, her uh, grandma had it, her son, mom. So yeah. that that seems to be you 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 married yeah. into the right family for blocking yourself from that kind of stuff. So that's good at least. My husband is a so solid. Um, like, um, she could tell you, this is pretty much my mother-in-law's story, but, um, we had gone someplace and a lady just like had to drop to the ground. Yes. Because Michael was so solid. She, and she was in the spiritual place, we were in the spiritual place. Yeah. And she just kept looking at Michael going, wow. And then starting telling mom some stuff that was interesting. Well. So, I mean, um, Okay. Well, I want to say something because I want to call back. No, no, definitely. So, no, please do. Please feel free. You know, that was a fantastic. Thank you so much for calling again. And yeah, you're you're okay. more than welcome to call back anytime. Thank you so much. Wow. See, again, what a great, she's a great caller, but man, she's a rapid fire one. I can't even get in like the questions and she's on to the next one. It's fantastic. She has too much to say. I love it. And it's a good thing. Rapid fire is a good thing. I have no problem with that. I don't want you to think I'm going like, come on, she's rapid fire. No, that's awesome. You've got a lot of stuff packed into that call from a weird shadowy, gorilla-y, doggy demon thing coming at you to, I mean, the, the weird thing is the antique stores, the thrift stores. I've heard that from other people as well, that they can 
connect to things in that store and know things about the things, obviously without having any verification, but saying this was owned by such and such. This guy's name was James, that kind of stuff. In fact, in the, in the comments section, Angel said that's crazy because when I go to thrift stores and I, I can feel if items have bad vibes on them when I pick them up, it's a feeling like something's wrong with this item and I put it down. And yeah, no, I hear that from a lot of people about thrift stores and antique stores. Thankfully, like I said, I don't have that because most of my stuff in my house is vintage. And that's the last thing I need is to have connections to those objects. But the thing with the dolls is really interesting. People either 100% love dolls or 100% are freaked out by dolls because for whatever reason, people get so connected to these dolls and put so much energy into these dolls that when they pass... Sometimes that energy stays with the doll, good or bad, but it's, you know, imbibes this doll with energy that can freak out some sensitive people. So, again, with dolls, I hear that a lot. Uh, Listener Barry, I don't think that you can call in. I think it's just America. Um, I, I use Google Voice, and unfortunately, it's not me. I would love to have international callers, especially from Ireland, because... I absolutely love the Tri Channel. If you guys don't know what the Tri Channel is, it's this channel on YouTube. I'll plug them. They don't need my plugs. They got, they're huge. But it's where Irish people try stuff. And it is the best. The best. So anyhow, Barry, please write it down. Send it to me. And I'll be more than happy to read your stories. But unfortunately, Google Voice doesn't allow for international callers right now. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I, Jeff is Jeff is right. Imagine the anger and rage the spirit had that he gets to the other side and still can't feel love. That is the thing. It's it's that kind of thing where if all you know is hate in this life, the only thing you're gonna know is hate in the next life, and that's just not that's just no way to live. Hey, pal, how are you? I'm gonna throw it. All right, go for it. That's just no way to live. But. Um, oh, Angel, interesting. Angel says that sounded like the Texas Goat Man. I'll be honest, not really familiar. I'm assuming it's a goat man from Texas, but that's about as familiar as I am with that, really. Hold on, pal. There you go. I will have to look into that because if it is um, the Texas goat man, I want to know. I want to know more about it. Uh, running on, yeah, uh, Lauren's 100% right. Running on all fours is terrifying, no matter what it is. Obviously, if it's a puppy running for you, running towards you on all fours, that's just cute. But you know, something kind of like galloping towards you using their arms, that is terrifying. I do not like it. Ha, Susan said, yep, she's a talker for sure. Yep, but I love it. Absolutely love it. Fantastic call. Okay, would a conference call work? I have no idea, Rodney. That's a good question. I don't know how that would, I mean, I suppose it would if if they can contact some, one of you and then you guys call in. It should theoretically work. It's just whatever phone is calling my my Google Voice line, the eight one eight seven three two nine three nine nine line, yeah, that might actually work. That might actually work. Oh, Eek is here. Hey, howdy, hi, Eek. Stitch and I are here. Stitch is gonna destroy a blue ball before we get going. The Irish tr people try channel is awesome. Yes, it is. Oh my God, I love it. Lalzi's the best. Uh, Justine, oh, so good. So many good people there. I love it. Hey, go go fetch. If you guys haven't seen it, you definitely should. There is a Goatman Bridge in Texas. There's a lot of weird and creepy stories about it. I'll definitely have to take a look into Goatman. I don't think I've, I don't think I'm very familiar with it. But there are a lot of little cryptids like that. Like in Michigan, Michigan's got the Dog Man. I mean, besides Bigfoot and everything else, but like you know the little smaller ones. But um, every state has a lesser known cryptid. 
in fact, one episode I was going to do was going to be all 50 states cryptids, and I started to do it, but then it, it, you know, there's a lot to it. There's a lot to it, and I didn't want to burn through all these cryptids with just like a two-minute burst for, for this one episode, so I kind of abandoned that idea pretty quick. Let's see, Veronica. Oh, wow. Veronica has some past life stuff. That's really interesting. I, past life stuff. Oh, oh, here we go. Let's try this. Caller, you are on the air. Hey, Kurt, this is Logan. Hey, Logan, how are you? I just commented earlier. Yeah. I'm good, how are you? I'm actually a big fan. I uh, just graduated from Ohio University, and I listen all the time on long road trips. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much for listening and for being a fan. That's great. So, you wait, you just graduated? Yeah, yeah I did. I graduated uh, with a degree in journalism. So Congratulations. I'll be, um, actually, I'll be moving. Thanks. I'll be moving to New York City um, to work for the Wall Street Journal. So, Holy crap, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I always love a good... Thanks. Good I, uh, I'm a big fan. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Um, so I'm actually a little younger, and I'm wondering if anyone in the audience has uh, heard of the rap of the uh, app, sorry, Randonautica. Um, it's like a big thing right now on TikTok and like with younger people. Um, well, now you're making me feel old. Supposed- What's it called? No, 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 not at all. Uh, it's supposedly supposed to take you to like quantum random generated um, latitudes and longitudes and essentially it's supposed to like break you out of the simulation Um, so I downloaded it and I tried it and some really weird stuff happened so I wanted to call and tell you about it oh my god yes I would yes please I would love to hear this okay so wait this what is wait what is this app called though so it's called Randomnautica. It's really popular on Reddit um, and TikTok, which is like a video app. Oh, yeah, um, please. I know TikTok. I'm not that old. Come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't think you are. So, yeah, so it's really popular on Reddit. Like, everyone posts their experiences. And, like, it, it's always something super freaky, right? Like, um, I don't know, like, people will see, like, a dog sitting in the middle of the road and, like, doing nothing or, like... Just, like, glitches, right? Like, a bird stops flying, things like that. Um, Oh, I love a good glitch story. This is awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So, of course, I had to download it. Um, I actually went to my dad's on Father's Day. My parents are divorced, so I went, um, and I downloaded it, and I was telling him about it and showing him all these videos, and he was like, yeah, we should go. Um, So I went, and uh, the first point that we generated, you kind of have to, like, follow the instructions on the app. so the first point that we went to, nothing really happened. And then the second point that we went to, it, was, it got like a little weirder. Like you kind of set your intention prior to going. Um, and so like our intention, my dad is super into like aliens and like, you know, like show us that they exist, like bring us to like some sort of conclusion. So that was our intention. And uh, our next point took us to like something, like somewhere so random in a cornfield. And so... We pulled off, and I'm like, should we get out and, like, walk to the point? And he's like, yeah, why not? And so, like, all of this is going on as we're waiting for dinner to be done, right? So we're on, like, a very strict <laughs> time schedule. <laughs> and, like, so we get out, and, like, the closer that we walk to the point, like, the the more weird I feel. Like, I'm a very fact-based person, so I'm, like, I'm feeling kind of sketchy about this. And so um, the closer we get to the point, uh, the weirder I start to feel, and then all of a sudden... Uh, a younger sister who's four years old four years younger than I am and so she went as well and all of a sudden like we're in the middle of nowhere cornfield on both sides he actually lives in Thornville Ohio like right in the middle of nowhere okay and yeah so right in the middle and so we hear this motorcycle and my sister and I look up at the same time there's kind of a dip in the road 
um, and we look up and we see this motorcycle like emerge out of the dip, um, but we don't see any place that it could have come from. And so like as my sister and I are trying to process like where the hell did that come from? My dad like looks up and he's like, did you guys just see that? Like, where did that come from? So, you know, we see this motorcycle come out of nowhere. It doesn't accelerate. It's just like at a steady pace. And so we sprint back to the car. We try to follow it. And like, we, we never found it. Holy like, it just crap. Disappeared. So this thing. So weird, right? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So this, this app the- seems to theoretically do something. It seems to theoretically work. Yeah, and, like, I've seen a lot of videos on social media of, like, there was this one, like, group of friends who found, like, a dead body in a suitcase, and, like, I looked it up to see if it was real and was, like, all over the news. Like, it's such a weird thing, so. I gotta, I've gotta look, I've gotta try this app. I've gotta, I gotta test this thing out. This sounds awesome. I mean. Yeah, you gotta download it. I'm not a fan of going into a cornfield, but, you know, besides that, this sounds awesome. I mean, neither was I until I saw, like, this huge glitch. Like, my sister and I talked about it on the way home, and we were, like, we explained it as like it was like that one scene in Interstellar where like she reaches out to like touch her oh, own hand but yep. she doesn't realize it. Yep. It was almost like that. All right, so you know, complete. I'm gonna I'm gonna go the complete skeptic. The people that are listening right now that are going no oh, BS. If you weren't paying attention to the motorcycle until you heard it, obviously you wouldn't yeah. have seen where it came from. So can you say? Yeah. Can you say without a shadow of a doubt that this thing appeared or can you say that it came out from a lower spot or a higher spot or whatever so that it, it seemed to appear? Oh, totally. I mean, like, I am in a fact-based profession 100%, right? Like, I don't go into anything without having, like, all levels of everything figured out. Um, so, like, this experience for me, like, I was totally skeptical. Like, I looked at my sister and I looked at my dad and I was like, that is impossible we're going to follow it. We're going to see where it came from. But um, truth be told, like, before we heard that motorcycle, we saw another car pass by. Like, we were very aware okay. of uh, what was going on around us because we were in the middle of nowhere. So, like, we definitely would have seen it come by. Oh, no, that's And perfect. there were no houses. Because that was going to be my next question was, were you so focused on this app that, you know, if anything happened behind around you, you wouldn't have been paying attention? But you answered no. You were, you were well aware of your surroundings. Yeah, because we were in the middle of nowhere, like, right on the side of the road. Like, we had to be really cautious of, like, where we parked our car. Like, someone else could have snipped it sort of thing. Sure. Um, yeah, and there were, I mean, there were no other houses around. So, it was definitely interesting, and, like, I haven't been able to stop thinking about it. Well, <laughs> so, no, I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, I can't wait to download this app. It's called Rando, Randonautica? Yeah, you definitely have to download it, um, read up about it on Reddit. It's definitely interesting. Now, have you tried it since then? I actually tried it. No, I haven't tried it since then because um, I actually read something uh, that someone posted on Reddit, which I don't know how reliable of a source that is, even though I keep using it. Uh, <laughs> he explained how, like, he <laughs> he used it, like, a couple times a week for a few months and then ended up having, like, all of these unfortunate things happen to him. Um, so now I've kind of, like, backed off from it just because, like, I'm a little weary. Uh, but before that, my sister and I went and, like, just because we were bored, like we had nothing else to do. Um, and it's like kind of weird. Like our very first intention that we set like a month ago was like, hey, we want to see like something red or we want to see a balloon. And like the first place that it took us to was like 
a, a, an apartment complex with like a red car and a red flag and like a bunch of red flowers. So just like, weird things like that. No, I like that kind of stuff. And that's, and that's, you know what, you brought up something. I like that a lot. Um, people always say like, it, you know, you, when you ask for something, you should make it something very specific, like the color red. Um, I, I do that a lot as well. Like, Hey, I want a sign that I should be doing this today or something, but I want to see, you know, a rainbow bunny, you know, something that there's no possible way a rainbow bunny is going to be walking by. Uh, and no, I haven't seen a rainbow bunny, but I like the fact that you're doing something very specific that you can't go. Well, I want to see a car by a body of water. Well, you know, you could probably, anybody, anybody listening can probably find a car and a body of water real quick. So the fact that you're doing something very specific like that is the way to do it. I like that quite a bit. Yeah, for sure. And I agree, right? Like, you can't just go in with something super general. Yeah. And of course, we got back and our whole family was like, we don't believe you, blah, blah, blah. We're going to go and we're going to pick something super random it's not going to work. And it's just one of those things you can't explain. And I guess that's like the majority of these calls on the show. <laughs> you just can't explain it. So. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I'll tell you, I'm going to try it. I can definitely tell you that. Look, 2020 sucks as is. So bad things are going <laughs> to happen to me. Guess what? Bad things are happening to everybody daily in 2020. I'm I'm fine. I'm going to try this app while I still can. <laughs> definitely. Maybe I should do it again. And then I'll call in with another story. Yeah. No, you totally can. All right. So... If you're a listener, you know I'm going to ask you this. Do you have have you had any other paranormal experiences before I let you go? I have, but it was when I was really little. Um, it's not super relevant to like breaking out of the simulation or anything like that. Um, no, but, but that's little, okay. I, I like I like I like a little juxta <laughs> okay. or a bunch of little like uh, potpourri of paranormal in a call. That's great. Okay. Yeah. Um, I live in Columbus, Ohio now, um, and like I said, I'm getting ready to move to New York, but before I lived in a really small town, um, like I mentioned, my dad still lives in Thornville, but um, we actually lived in a farmhouse growing up, um, and just like, some super bizarre things would happen, like I would tell my mom to shut the blinds because I would see this man like standing outside the window, nope. um, and my mom would be like, oh, where is he? <laughs> She'd be like, I can't see him, and I'd be like, he's right there, so just oh, little things like So what, that. you were still seeing him, <laughs> and your mom was like, nope, I don't see him? Yeah, when I was really little, I would say like seven or eight. Oof, that's that's you, you were a creepy kid. You were the creepy kids. I always say, you know, kids are creepy oh, because was. they can see stuff. No, that's <laughs> awesome. I was totally, but yeah, just little things like that. That is rad. Are you kidding? The little things. That's awesome. Well, hey, Logan, yeah. thank you so much for calling. This is awesome. Uh, Congrats on graduating. Good luck in New York. I love, absolutely love, love, love New York. So you're gonna have a blast there. Um, not that you'll have a lot of time, but um, I'll, I will look for your name in the Washington Journal. But please keep in touch. Definitely, if you do the app again, let me know if if more weird things happen to you. I'm I'm very intrigued by this app, though. Yeah, no problem. You should definitely check it out, and oh. I love the show. I always listen to it Thank on you. Spotify. So keep it up. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate the call. Thank you. Yeah. Bye now. How cool is that? Random Nautica. I've never look. I admit, I'm a little bit on the older side. I go to Reddit, though. I don't do TikTok, because that just seems sad. If I start doing TikTok things, no one needs to see me lip-syncing to, you know, the Beatles or whatever the fuck they do on TikTok. I, no one needs me on TikTok, but I'm very curious about this new kind of glitch-in-the-matrix kind of app, what its intentions are, initially, what the initial intentions were, you know, I want to know who did it, when was it made, why was it made, 
why are people, what are people seeing with it? I'll definitely have to check that out on Reddit. But I love having these firsthand, instead of just reading something on Reddit, I love having firsthand people trying this and then telling me, yeah, weird shit happens. I am definitely all for that. Let's see, uh, Jeff says, past life and objects. I'm pretty sure I have some connection with the Titanic. Ooh. Since I was little, I've always been fascinated by it. No reason why. When I went to the Titanic exhibit in Vegas a couple years ago, I had a weird feeling most of the time. But when I walked into the room with the big piece hanging in the middle of the room, it stopped me dead in my tracks and I couldn't move. I had to sit down and just stare at it for 20 minutes and wanted to be left alone. I've been to several old and amazing historical places in Europe and such and never had this type of impact, not including paranormal things that I've mentioned to you before. Yep. The, uh, the feeling stayed with me for a couple of days. Wow. Look, Jeff, next time I see you in person, I'll bring over... Um, my grandma gave me a book about the Titanic that was written two years after the Titanic happened, after it went down, obviously. And it's bizarre to flip through it. So flip through. It's got a list of all the names and everything. I'm sure you've already tried to see if you have some familial connection with that. But uh, if it's a past life connection, that's even better. I mean, that's crazy cool. It's going to be hard to prove, but boy, oh boy. I mean... Sorry, that sucks. Oh, Dave's here. Hey, Dave, how you doing? I don't have TikTok, but I would download it if you had a channel. No, no, you don't need to see me on TikTok. No, nope. There's uh, there's a guy named Jean Lejoie who did a song about 40-year-olds on TikTok, and it's exactly what it would be if I was on TikTok. So, yeah, yeah, good times. Well... Sean Bishop still isn't answering my texts, not answering the calls, not on here as far as I can see. I didn't see him pop in. So I'm going to have to hit Sean Bishop up yet again because I'm not ending this uh, episode. Not that I'm going to end it anytime soon, but I'm not ending this episode without hearing from Sean Bishop and his his uh, new experiences. Kurt Twerk on TikTok. That's right. Paranormal Almanac on TikTok. It's Paranormal Almanac in just real short segments, but it's all me lip-syncing really bad uh, lyrics. It's going to be great. It's what it's what the, everybody wants, you know? It's what the world's looking for. All right, in the meantime, let me go back to some more listener stories here. There we are. This is from listener Carolyn. I just listened to a podcast that mentioned out-of-body experiences, and I would like to share my two experiences. First one I'll share with you, I was 12, and this one was on... Um, Eli Road, and my mind was, um, as my mind was kind of wandering, as a way of protecting itself, I'm not sure if it happened to me, but I'm still skeptical of it. I was 12 years old, and I was at a slumber party in a, in a, with my best girls were wrestling around, and there was an unframed mirror, pretty large mirror, that was on the ground, leaned up against the wall where, wrestle, where we were wrestling. I got pushed into this mirror, and it shattered around me, and I did end up injuring myself pretty badly and with a cut to my foot. But the only memory I have of that fall was of actually not falling into the mirror, but watching myself fall into the mirror. Like I said, even though I have this memory in my mind, I still don't know if it was out of uh, out of body experience or just another way of my mind feeling like I was in danger in like a self protection kind of mode. Now this next one, now this next one was the first out of body experience that I wanted to start off saying that my grandmother died when I was eight. And I would say I coped very well with it, but I didn't cry a, a whole lot. I understood that she was old and she was she had lived a long life and not overtly tra uh, overly traumatized by this. So I can see dad when I was about eight, but when I was about 10, I was staying at my dad's house and I had a dream. And in this dream, I was pulled into my aunt's house in a taxi cab beside me uh, 
Beside me to my Beside me was a shadow man. I didn't know who it was to this day. I still don't know what it was supposed to be in my dream. This was my ride with my stepsister driving to the cab. But, uh, it, oh, sorry, hold on. It gets kind of convoluted here. She was she was doing the voice to text. So uh, I was riding. There was a dog. My, ste my stepsister gets out of the vehicle. It's nighttime in my dream. There's a street lamp above our vehicle. And it was kind of shining through the Dalmatian, the dog who was sitting in the front. It turns its head. As it turns its head, a, the Dalmatian's face turns into my grandmother's face. But she looks at me and tells me everything's going to be okay. The next thing I know, I'm in my dream. I wake up in my space surrounded by stars looking down almost 100 miles. I can see that I'm very far, but I also can see that I'm laying in a sleeping bag on a floor crying. I can see my sister sleeping in her bed, the pink wall surrounding us, all the knickknacks on her shelf. I mean, everything with perfect detail even though I'm technically so far up in the sky and I'm watching myself laying there for the, about the next few minutes, it seems like I'm just sitting there watching myself cry. The next thing I know, I'm waking up in the sleeping bag on the floor, completely soaked from the tears that I've been crying while I was asleep and everything was exactly like it that she saw from above. I like those kind of out-of-body experiences where there's no real way they should be able to understand or see things in the room, like operating table ones. You get, you hear those quite a bit, that people that, uh, you know, flatlined on the table and they can hear the doctors talking, but they can also see where everybody was and what everybody was doing. So it's not just your ears are still working as your body's shutting down. There's something to these out-of-body experiences. I, I really like out-of-body experiences probably because I've never really had one. Some people say that you don't want to have any out-of-body experiences. Other people say that uh, you definitely want to have them. So, yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that a lot of you guys on here would have um, have had out-of-body experiences, something to that effect. We had a couple of calls yesterday. I'd like to hear or maybe do an entire episode of just out-of-body experiences, near-death experiences, um and hospital experiences. I'm always fascinated by the weird shit that people see while they're in the hospitals. So everybody listening, start thinking about that now. If you've ever had an out-of-body experience or a hospital experience or a near-death experience, that's something that I would like to hear for a future episode for sure. But let's get back over to the let's get back over to the listener stories. I want even more of these listener stories. I absolutely love them. Uh, here's one from Randall. Ooh, this is brand new one from Randall. I like this. There was a weird, I remembered another weird psychic incident. This one I was in middle school, so I was around 12. I was totally social, awkward kid, really into Pokemon, and I knew all my classmates, but didn't really interact with, with them much. One day between classes, I was sitting at my desk drawing, and out of the corner of my eye, I saw two of my classmates next to me. I knew that they were there to give me a Pokemon toy. It makes no sense that I would know this as they weren't actually friends, just friendly. And I'd never talked to them about Pokemon before, nor had they ever given me anything. As the one walked up to me, I held out my hand and said, thank you. Confused and flustered, she put a small uh, Pokemon toy in my hand. And I think she must've been lost for words for what to do or say next. So she just left. I don't even think, I didn't even think this was odd until later. I think I was mostly embarrassed at being correctly pegged as a diehard Pokemon fan and my own social anxiety overrode the realization that I just read her mind. So those are the two incidents I can recall of having ESP. ESP. I'd love to figure out a way to harness this ability and improve it, but I wonder if my potential is dulled with age. 
probably, sadly, I hate to say that, that's usually the case. If you don't start really honing that power early, early on, then, then yeah. Yeah, I would say that you probably did. Oh, what's happening in the chat room? Someone's saying, call him. Sean Burke, I'm currently accumulating a few stories from friends and family for Kurt. Yes, I love that. First episode, I wish I could tell you my stories. Yeah, no, Barry. First of all, thank you, Barry. That's uh, far too kind. But um, yeah, I would love to hear your stories. I'm, I'm sorry that, that Google Voice can't allow you to call in. It's dumb and it, it shouldn't be the case. Let's see. Uh, T minus seven days till Elijah. Ah, I can't wait. Uh, Elijah's going to do another episode. I'm very, very excited about that. If you guys are familiar with some of the episodes, like the Yeti episode or the Ghosts in the White House episode, those are all Elijah. He is the best. And, uh, you know, people people love his episodes. Rightfully so. I love his episodes. Here we go. This one's from Marsha. Hi, Curtin Stitch. Hope all is well. I've been to your podcast while I'm at work, and I appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate the trying to debunk things that are easily mistaken and take some time to get it right. I've always been regarded as an empath, but my dad always said I was connected to the other side. I heard your episode on prophetic dreams, and I have one of my own. When I was 20, currently 31, I'd gotten off work really late. It was November 3rd, going into the 4th at like 2 in the morning. I was getting off late due to the holiday season. I worked for JCPenney at the time. I got home like normal. I went to bed. That night, I dreamt that I walked through the house, and all I could feel was impending dread. I remember looking down and seeing a body face down. I knew it was my father's. I remember in my dream wanting to run out of the house, but I knew it was him and I couldn't leave. In my dreams, I remember my heart and body hurting, and I remember being heartbroken. That was why when my brother flung open my door and screamed, wake up, my brother was in high school and he'd gotten up early to go to school and it was going to ask my dad to take him to school. As soon as he said it, I could hear from the fear and I knew what it was. When I walked into my dad's room, he was dead face down. I called 911 and I tried CPR, but he was already gone. I was devastated. A few days later, I was sitting on the couch and I could feel the couch next to me sink in and I knew it was him. The living room smelled like grease. My dad worked with grease and machines, so I knew the smell well. I've had a lot of other experiences in my life, but that was the most impactful one I've ever experienced. Uh, thank you for your time. No, thank you, Marsha. That is absolutely incredible. I'm sorry that... See, that's the thing about some of these prophetic things, these premonitions, is a lot of times they do seem to be a very emotional thing, and having to deal with a death in the family is hard enough. Having to have a premonition about it and then experience it. That's even worse. Oh, is it almost an hour stitch? It might be. Yeah. Okay. Hold on one pal. One second, pal. Let me finish this thought and then I'll take you for a break. Um, so yeah, no, Marsha, thank you so much for sharing. Cause that is a very personal, you know, experience that you had. Oh, I, I am sorry that again, that your, your dad passed away and you had to experience it that way and that your brother had to find him. But thank you so much for sharing. I love, like I, like I keep saying, I love a good premonition or, or a prophetic dream, but sometimes you get the, the bad with the good. Okay, uh, switching gears 100% on that one from you know left to right on that one. Jeez, uh, it is time for a stitch break. So let me do a quick stitch break. I'm going to put this song on. I've never heard it, so hopefully it's good. I'll be right back. She got abducted by aliens Took her off in their mothership She claimed she was into it 
Oh, they showed her a lot of attention and other things that I shouldn't mention. Oh, baby girl abducted by aliens. She got abducted by those aliens. She was pleased with the pleasantries of those far off galaxies. Yeah, that was a song, all right. Uh, that was a weird one. That was a weird one. But we are back. More importantly, we're back. So we've only had two callers so far, which means it's time for me to text Sean Bishop and beg him to call in. All right. I've hit Sean Bishop up yet again. He had a busy day. He might have fallen asleep or just wants to relax. So either way. Lauren said, I just remembered not much of a story, but I have a friend who posted on Facebook earlier about his son telling him that he had had a past life as a soldier in World War II. I immediately messaged him saying he needs to get as much details as possible and I'll give it to me. Yes, please. Please update me when you get that info. I love those kinds of stories as well. Let me read this one from Angel to myself real quick. All right, I think I can safe to read this one. Angel says, um, about 10 years ago, me and my friends from work drove to Long Island at night to sneak into an abandoned asylum. We parked at a hotel, that's awesome by the way, we parked at a hotel parking lot and trooped it down a long ass road that leads to the asylum. About a half a mile away is the new building that replaced the old one, so security patrols the area. We had to run into the woods whenever we saw headlights. We make it to the abandoned asylum and we find a way inside. It's exactly what you would picture inside, all the paint peeling off the walls and dusty. We roamed for about an hour, we didn't see or hear anything. I did take photos with the digital camera I had, and when I reviewed them the next day, one of the pictures I took was of a long corridor hallway we didn't step in. There were a lot of orbs in the photos. We don't believe it was dust because we never stepped in the hallway to disturb the dust. Till this day, we still don't know. I, I love those. Problems with orbs is, even if you don't disturb the dust, you know, directly, there's always particulates falling, in the, especially in a, in a building that's, you know, kind of dilapidated. There's always dust falling down. But I haven't seen the photo, so it might not be the typical dust orbs. It might be the orb orbs. Look, until Sean Bishop and I actually saw a real orb, not a dust orb, in uh, Catalina Island, I, I've told the story online before, on, on the podcast before, but before Sean Bishop and I saw an actual orb orb, I 100% would write off orbs. I'd always be like, nope, it's dust, it's bullshit, moving on. This thing that we saw was not dust at all it didn't act like dust it, it acted it interacted with the people when i was filming it so yeah i'm no longer a hundred percent orbs or shit uh kind of guy i used to be but uh never i you know now i can't say that i'd have to look at it i can tell you i can tell you guys that a lot of the stuff a lot of the photos that people send into me that say hey is this an orb or is it dust 99% of them are dust. They really are. You can tell dust or fog. Fog gives you the same kind of orbs as well, but uh, some kind of water particulate. But there is a different look to an orb. So yeah, I would love to see the photos. Well, I, I missed something in the chat room, but yeah, if you have photos, please. Angel said, I've seen an actual orb. I shared with you in a past live episode. It was bright. Oh yes, that's right. That is right. Yes. So yeah, Angel. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Then yeah, yeah. So there's a difference. You know what I'm. You know what I mean by there's a difference between dust orbs and a real orb. That's right. 
Sorry, I completely forgot about that. That is true. Alrighty, let me uh, let me see if I can get one more listener story. But I will say it's been an hour. We only had two callers, so if we don't get one more caller soon, I might call it I might call it a night on this episode, which is not a bad thing. We've gone over an hour. I mean, it's been a great episode, great stories. But if you want me to keep this episode going, I'm gonna need that call. Let me just say, if I don't get a caller in the next like five minutes or so, I'm going to wrap this one up. But it's been a fantastic episode, even if it's just two calls. They were fantastic calls. Boy, that got loud. Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Oh, it's like, my name is Danny. Hey, I'm how you doing? Your listeners. Hi. Um, I got a story for you. I would love to hear it. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of this before. Um... I know how to say it in Spanish, but not in English. It's uh, it's called El Perro Cadejo. No, what's that? So, when I was young, when I was like, I want to say 11, um, I was in El Salvador with my family. And I remember hearing legends back and forth about uh, the Perro Cadejo. And it's like one day, it's like we were running in the middle of the night because um, we were coming back from a, car- a carnival. And I left um, a, a little further away from my family because I was playing with my cousins. And all of all of a sudden, there was this black dog that appeared, almost like a wolf kind of looking dog. Oh wow! With with um orange eyes. And I remember I remember the legends, and they they would just tell me it's like if you ever confronted that, don't startle it, just leave it alone. Because if you do and it crosses your path, what's going to happen is that you're going to be, you're going to have bad luck and then chances that you'll end up in the ditch. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's the, all right. So the legend is you're going to see this black dog with glowing eyes. And if you leave it alone, you'll be fine. But if you interact with it, bad things going to happen to you? Yeah, bad things could happen to you. And not only that, there's also a female version of it too. And it's, uh, um, and it's also, uh, this one looks like a wolf. Like a white, snow-looking wolf with blue crystal eyes. Yep. This one I know about. I like this one. I know this one, yeah. And so, again, that's like, the funny thing is that it happened to me that same night. I had both of the dogs walking next to me. Holy One on my left and one on my right. And the the thing I remember was the fact that they were growling at each other. Like, they were talking to each other. And all I remember is just keep looking forward. Don't, don't interact with them. Don't, don't say anything to them. Just, just keep going. Wow. And so I kept walking for like a good uh, mile, and then after that, I was like, I just, I just said, it's like, please don't let it happen to me, please. And so when I opened my eyes, both of the dogs were gone. No kidding. And you didn't hear them run away or scurry off or anything. No. Uh. 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 uh like in the beginning, like I said, they were just growling at each other. They were just growling at each other, like they were talking. Like I guess they were talking in their own. Like I guess the female saying, "Leave them alone." The bad one just like you know, just like nope, it's his time. And the funny thing is, I met a, a psychic that I never met. Like I, we never crossed paths. We never, we never interacted in our lives. And she told me, it's like, hey, can I tell you something? And I'm like, yeah. 
do you know that you have two spirits, like two auras that are always following you? Oh, wow. I was like, I was like what do you mean? That's like, um, I was like, yeah, you have two people that are always following you, a good and a bad. Wow, you really have like the whole like angel demon on your shoulder kind of things, but in your in your case, it's it's a, a, a black dog and a white wolf, good and bad. Holy yeah. crap! Yeah, and, and the thing is, the dog, like the black one, the male, he he's like a wolf. It's like it's a dark. His his fur is like a really dark charcoal, with those glowing red orange eyes. Wow. And, and so how could you keep, I mean, good on you for keeping calm. I couldn't have done it. But how did you keep so calm with this happening on either side of you and them interacting with the, with each other? It's just, I, like I said, it's like, you know, I'm a kid and everything. Well, at that, at that age, it's like, you know, it's like my parents used to tell me, it's like, you know, it's like only bad stuff happens to you like that. But when the time comes, let's see how you react. And... That, that day that that happened, I was scared. I was really scared because I'm like, oh, man. I was like, can't believe this is going to happen. But I just try to keep my focus, just close my eyes, just keep praying at the fact that nothing's going to happen to me. Wow. And needless to say, when that happened, and then after that, when I turned around, my cousin was behind me, and I told him, dude, did you see that? And he's like, see what? I was like, you're kidding me, right? And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's like, all I know is you left running. And when you turn around, all you see is just pitch black. Because in El Salvador, where, where my parents live, well, where they were born, um, it's really dark. It's like they barely have lighting anywhere. And when that happened, it's like just seeing them, I, I got really scared. And is that the only time that you've you've seen them? Yes, that was the only time I've seen them. Now, if I remember correctly... Uh... I'm trying to remember that the the legend that I had heard as well, but don't you, aren't you supposed to hear them a lot? Well, you know, to tell you the truth, I haven't heard them after that because I just like I try not to pay attention too much of it. Sure. But like I said, as I for someone else to notice the same thing, and they described it as a different kind of spiritual stuff, I do believe in it, but I just try not to focus too much on. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you 100%, you passed the test. I mean, you did the right thing. And, and, I, and I absolutely love the fact that, that you were cool and collected and, re and remembered enough to be like, okay, I just got to keep walking. I got to be cool. But yeah, I, I, if I remember correctly, I'd heard that if, I can't remember if you see them once, you hear them a lot, or you hear them a lot, and then all of a sudden you see them and then you don't hear them anymore. But I, it's one of those two that I, I can't re I can't recall what someone had told me about this, but this is very cool. And that's like, and like my wife, um, you spoke to my wife before. She's one of your listeners too. Her name is Marcy. Oh yeah, she sure. Told about the shadow people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was telling me about this, and I told her, "It's like you know what? I should tell her my story too." Hell yeah, and you should. I'm so glad you did. Are you kidding me? This is awesome. I this is what I was talking about earlier about like the lesser known cryptids. I absolutely love them. I mean, lesser known to me, that is. I absolutely love this kind of stuff because it's not just you. It is, you know, it's uh, it's lore for your area, and I love that stuff. Yeah, and it's like, the thing is, is like, when I was a kid, I used to love, I, I used to love listening to legends like that. Sure. And what's it called? 
it's like, and my uncle, God rest his soul, um, he used to tell me stories. Um, when he was in the military, um, you guys were talking about the orbs and stuff like that? Yeah. He said that when he was in the military in El Salvador, um, he was on night duty. And so he saw this uh, green orb looking. And it was so bright, and he woke up his fellow mate, and he told him, it's like, hey, did you see that? And he's like, nah, it's like, I haven't seen that. I was like, so he thought there were the guerrilla warriors. Oh, wow. Cause that, so, cause, but like, when that happened, it was like that big conflict against El Salvador and their people. So my uncle was, he was in the army, and yeah, he saw a green orb, and the rest of the military people also saw that green orb. Weird. So this was something that was seen by a lot of people. So it definitely wasn't, and and it's green. So I mean, it's not ball lightning. Ball lightning's a light blue. That's a really interesting right. one. I don't know what the what a what a green orb would be other than something unexplainable. Obviously. Uh, now, there's a lot, a ton of UFO activity in El Salvador. Did have you ever seen any UFOs as well? I I've never seen that. No? I would love to. That would be great. <laughs> but no, I've never seen nothing. No, hey, no, that's fine. I, I had to ask because I know that that's a, it's a hot spot as well. But, um, dude, this was awesome. Wait, I'm sorry. Was it Denny or Danny? Danny. Danny. Danny, thank you so yeah. much for the call. This was awesome, man. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening to my story. No, are you kidding? That was fantastic. Thank you so, so much. Please, um, if you ever have any updates about the... Uh, the, the, the dark and the light on your shoulders kind of a thing. I want to hear about it for sure. Uh, no problem. I'll let you know. Thank you. Thank you. This was awesome. Oh, my God. See, I was going to end the show. What a dummy, man. I would have missed that call. Um, how awesome is that? Yes, if you want to uh, email me uh, photos, videos, stories, whatever, you can write like, hey, do not share, and I will not share. Do not share the story. I will not share. Uh, it's paranormalalmanac at gmail.com. Uh, I get a lot of those. Uh, that's what I was trying to filter through while I was trying to find the next story to read. And I kept popping up with ones where, like, this amazing story, please do not share. So I obviously can't share those. But, yeah, no, please feel free to email me, paranormalalmanac at gmail.com. You can also send it to me on Facebook. Uh, do the Facebook messages under Paranormal Almanac. Um, if you guys want to, if you guys want me to read you, read one of your stories on a future episode that is the best way to do it i'm more than more than happy to do it as well but um todd's got a weird story myself and two friends were driving through upland we all saw a large black dog on our left walking east our head swiveled and after we passed my friend jeff asked anyone else notice that dog didn't have a head Eesh. todd always sees you know that's the that's the thing i love and the thing i hate about todd he always sees the weird stuff man always sees the weird stuff I feel bad that he, you know, he sees it all, but I love the fact he sees it all because I get to hear about it. In the meantime, in the in-between time, it has been an hour and, what, 13 minutes or so? Yeah, so it is about that time. Oh, uh, Todd's story kept going. So at that, that, that point, my friend and I agreed. It wasn't looking away. It legit did not have a head. We went back by, and it was gone. Yeah, crazy, creepy crap. I love it. Absolutely love it. Okay, let's wrap up this episode. I don't think Sean Bishop's going to make it for this one, but don't worry. There's going to be many more of these live bonus quarantine editions. We had two yesterday. We had one today. I'm sure I'll have at least a couple next week. Uh, probably not on the 4th of July, but before that. 
So if you guys have a preference of days and times that work best for you, please let me know because I want to get new callers like I've been getting, which is absolutely fantastic. Oh. Caller, you are on the air. Hey, Kurt, how you doing? Who is this? Hello? Hello. Hello, can you hear me? Uh, yeah, yeah, I can hear you now. Who's this? Hey, Kurt, hey. my name's Javier. Hey, Javier, how you doing? Uh, pretty good, I'm here at work, so I'm not sure if you can hear me. There's a lot of noise in the background, probably. No, you sound great, man. Uh, okay, I just had a quick story for you. I'm right here my break right now, so I'll try and get <laughs> get it done pretty quick. I love it. Uh, yeah, when I was younger, a uh, next-door neighbor of mine, you know, lady, I was probably maybe about five years old, six years old, I would, uh, if I remember correctly. But uh, the lady, uh, they found her dead in her house. You know, it was right next door to my dad's house. And um, when they went in there to get the body out, there's, you know, shit and everything all over the walls, everywhere, you know, and blood. And uh, at that time, I guess they didn't know, you know, what had happened to her or why or how how she died. From what I remember, because I was young at that time. Sure. But anyways, a couple years a couple years later, you know, we were watching uh, there, uh, another family had moved into that house. So uh, we're next door. It was probably about seven, eight o'clock at night. We're watching, I think, uh, Dukes of Hazard or something like that. <laughs> and uh, the the lady there at the house was the lady and her two children who live there. And she came. You know, we heard people yelling, and so me, my dad, and my my mom and my two brothers we went outside and we seen the lady in the street yelling. And my dad's like, "Hey, what's going on?" You know. Uh, and she's like, "Hey, the in my bathroom we have a mirror hanging up there, and a devil came out and it was sitting next to the toilet." And they're just screaming and yelling, and she's like, please, please, just get that mirror out of my bathroom, get it out of my bathroom. And my dad's like, hey, if you don't want it, I'll take it. So he goes and gets the mirror, and, you know, he had the mirror back there in, in our bedroom for the longest time, and we're all afraid to sleep back there, you know, where the mirror was at. Sure. When we were younger, me, me and my two brothers. And uh, now that we're older, we talk about it. But at that time, we never mentioned it, but all of us always had dreams of us getting pulled back there to where that mirror was at, you know? So I just thought that was kind of a Dude, weird. What is with creepy mirrors, man? I freaking hate that yeah, stuff. Because yeah. like I like I was saying last night, I mean everybody's there's a mirror within five feet of just about anybody at any point. Like, come on. Um so Yeah. So did you ever actually see anything in that mirror or was it just that, you know, you you your how your dad got no, it and you heard it, the story? Yeah, we didn't really never seen anything, you know, come out of the mirror or anything in the mirror. It was kind of a weird-looking mirror, though. It was kind of one of them old, like, antique... Uh, had, like, a antique style of, like, fake wood around it. Oh, it's kind of hard to explain. But, yeah, yeah and the mirror wasn't really, like, a... Uh, you know how the mirrors are now? They're really, you know, clear. Back That mirror that we had then, it was kind of like a, a brownish color. You I know, know it wasn't really... Yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. There's a mirror within five feet of me that's, like, an old 1800s mirror that it, it just looks bronzish or bronze i know exactly yeah, what you mean. exactly. yeah yeah, cool. yeah exactly now wait, yeah. now is that mirror still around um i don't know i was, I was thinking about that the other day so i was going to try and stop my my dad's house and see if maybe he has it in the garage back there somewhere but <laughs> i know he had it in my one of my brother's bedroom back there hanging up for years oh your poor uh, brother yeah, what the we, hell? We were, yeah hey i got this weird um, devil mirror let me put it in your room enjoy yeah, Have a good exactly. night's sleep. <laughs> And that's when we were looking at my dad. They're like, you can I take that mirror and put it in our house? See, after, <laughs> supposedly the lady said a devil came out of the mirror and was sitting next to the sweater. But everybody came right out of that house. You know, it's kind of... 
That's what I was going to say. Look, did your dad, was your dad that hard up for a mirror that he had to go get the devil mirror from some person? What the hell? Yeah, I don't know. He just said, okay, I'll take it. Oh, I don't know what he was thinking. But, but yeah, that was one of the little stories that I had. And uh, another one, uh, if you have time for another no, one. No, yeah, please. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, You're kidding. These are fantastic. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, there's this one right here. Why well, didn't, it didn't have anything really to do with me, but it was my brother. You know, he, uh, him and his family moved into a house. They had a house built and everything on the this land over on the other side of town. And uh, after the house was built, they moved in, right? And maybe, I guess I would say like a year or two later, uh, their son, you know, I think at that time he was maybe about five, six years old. He had uh, woke up screaming at night, you know? So my brother, he went into the room and was like, hey, what's going on, you know? And are you okay? And he's like, yeah. I woke up and there's a little kid. He had pulled my drawers out of my dresser and he was running up and down the dresser drawers and standing on top of the dresser. Holy. My brother, he was like, well, I think he's probably just, you know, dreaming or something like that. But then uh, I guess my brother's wife went in there and she said when she went in there, down the hallway, she seen a little kid run into one of the rooms there. Oh, wow. Oh, you know, independently. Yeah. She said that independently. Like, you didn't say like, oh, he was telling me there was a little kid running up and down the dresser. Yeah, no, she didn't know until she went into the room to see what was going on, you know. And that's when uh, my brother explained to to her what the, what their son was saying. Wow. She's like, yeah, I just she, she, I just seen a little kid run, you know. And they they've been kind of like, you know, afraid there at that house because I guess you know they have a few different things happening to them there at that house. You know, it's not a very old house either, but I'm not sure if it's because of the land it's built on or what it could be there, you know. Oh, sure. I mean, that's the thing. Like, yeah. everybody thinks that haunted houses have to be these, like, 1800s houses, but it really does seem like it could be just about any house. Something in the house where it was built, like you were saying, like, the land it was built on. It, I mean, it seems like anything can kind of spark it, or just the area that it's in. The area, uh, you know, the general area. They can go from house yeah. to house in the general area. So, wow, creepy uh, ghost kids. The absolute worst okay. kind of ghost you can actually have. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And he, he says that his dogs, yeah, they have a couple of dogs there, too, and they keep in the house. And he says the dog sometimes will stare in the corner of the, of the room there and just bark, you know, staring at the corner. So I don't know if they see something that we don't see or... Oh, they, they definitely do. Unfortunately, yeah, they yeah. definitely do. I mean, cats and dogs are, right. are well known to be seeing shit that we can't see, unfortunately. Yeah. Holy crap, well, these yeah. were awesome. Thank you so much for calling, Javier. I love this. This was great. Uh, I, and finally, I've been trying to get through for a while, but I've been here at work, so it's been pretty busy, and I haven't had a chance to call, so I'm glad I finally got a chance. <laughs> Dude, I'm so glad you got a chance. This was like a perfect ender to this episode. This is fantastic. Thank you so much for calling. Okay, thank you. Have a good one. Have a good one, too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And and please, Javier, I should have said it while he was on the phone, but hopefully he's still watching or listening. But uh, if you get a chance, take a photo of that mirror. I'd like to see what the actual mirror looks like or if anything shows up in the photo. Because, you know, you got your hands on a good devil mirror. You don't want to waste that. You know, let's see the devil in the devil mirror. Not, nah, Don't send it to me. I don't need a devil mirror in my house. Fuck that noise. But... You know, I'll look at a photo of it or, you know, put it in your house, Javier, and then tell me the horrible devil stories that come out of the mirror. Anyhow, uh, Hans uh, has a good gypsy curse story. Well, you could call in and be the last caller. Or you could save it for the next episode, whichever you like. I'll, I will banter again for a couple more minutes. You can send me your stories to paranormalalmanac at gmail.com. You can send your stories to the Facebook uh paranormal almanac page you can 
I don't know, call in whenever I have one of these live episodes to 818-732-9399. Or, you know, put them in the chats. You know, whatever. Whatever it is. Anyhow, all right, I think I'm going to call it quits on this one. This seems like a fantastic spot to end it. Javier's call was fantastic. I want to thank Maria and Logan and Danny and Javier for calling in. What a fantastically cool episode. Thank you guys for, for uh, hopping in here and in the chat room, making it always the best. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you all for listening. Whatever form that you listen to this podcast on, please rate, review, subscribe if you can, because for some reason, I mean, I don't know why, but for some reason, I've fallen out of the top 100s in just about every podcast subscription, wherever you get your podcast, whatever Stitcher, Apple Music, whatever, or Apple iTunes, whatever they call it now, um, Spotify, iHeartRadio, I've dropped out of the top 100. So, to keep me in that top 100, which gets this show more viewers, more listeners, and, and gets the show out there so I can get some better stories from more people and all this fun stuff that's awesome that I love so much about doing this show, please like the show, rate it, subscribe, review it, tell your friends, tell your family, whatever you can do. Thank you all so much for making this show a billion times better than I could ever imagine it was going to be. Uh, I love you guys for it. Thank you for sharing another quarantine night with me. Because again, I get as much out of this as you guys do. Once again, I am your host, Kurt Sandvig, and this has been another live edition of Paranormal Almanac. Have a good night, everybody. Oh, shit.